You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My God, I look at what he does and where he's going to line up. This is a guy that, to me, has all the opportunity in the world to be the wide receiver 1.1. Always connect on those deep passes like they did last year. I'm like a centrist. Three catches, 40 yards, zero touchdowns. Then he goes nuclear. Yeah, just 10 targets, two, 201 yards, four touchdowns. That's the greatest hit I've ever seen. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. You know who is an extremely controversial wide receiver right now? Gabriel Davis, man. Like, I don't know what to do with Gabriel Davis. Like, what what do we expect? I mean, he just went absolutely stupid, stupid at the end of the year. Is that the real Gabe Davis? Or is the guy who has, you know, basically been an inconsistent player throughout his career, is that the real Gabe Davis, what does reception perception tell us about uh, about Gabe Davis in this in this Buffalo offense? Yeah, I, I'm sure you'll be shocked to know that um, I am in the great Gabe Davis wars. I'm like a centrist. I, I find myself somewhere <laughs> in the middle here because from a from a talent perspective, like reception perception, you know, he's not a great separator. 33rd percentile success rate versus man, 36 percentile success rate versus press. Now, I will say. That was a improvement from his year one to year two results. So there's a chance he could be kind of developing a little bit as a player. But I also think he might average out, you know, level out as a Devontae Parker type of guy. Um, and yeah. Devontae Parker, I think we'd all agree, is and at his best was an average NFL starter. So Gabe Davis, maybe he levels out as just an average starting receiver. But I mean, an average starting receiver in Josh Allen's offense, like pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I think there's a, I think there's a, a chance that Gabe Davis um, doesn't like, I, I think he has a shot to come under 120 targets, which is kind of crazy for where he's being drafted on some platforms. I mean, I think he's the most platform sensitive guy this year because you, you draft Ooh, on like that's best a good ball. point the best ball sicko sites he's going as like a top 20 player in the fourth round. That's crazy. But like in your home league, you know, I, I've been saying all off season, I want to see where the normal people draft Gabe Davis. Cause if you've been drafting mm. fantasy teams, it's August 10th as we're recording this. If you've been drafting fantasy teams before today, you're not a normal person and that's okay. <laughs> we, we love you. For we that. love you. We love we you. We love you. You keep the lights on, baby. Yeah. Keep being weird yeah. with us, man. That's great. Yeah. But you're not normal. The normal people I want to see, I think they'll draft Gabe Davis, you know, at or below his consensus ranking, which is like wide receiver 29, 30. And, and there I'm fine taking the shot on Gabe Davis, but 
I do think the the funny part is James, you know, it's he's getting this promotion like now, you know, the, he's he's totally the number two receiver, but we kind of already saw him be the number two receiver last year uh, from weeks 15 on. He started all those games, including the playoffs, and he was yeah. over 80% <clears throat> of the snaps in all those games. Um, here's 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 his results. Uh, excuse me, week 14 was the first game that he saw 80 plus percent of the snaps last year. Eight targets, five catches, 43 yards, a touchdown. The next week, five catches, 85 yards, two touchdowns. So week 17, he missed uh, week 16 because he was uh, yeah. on the COVID list. Three catches, 40 yards, zero touchdowns. The final week of the regular season, 14 targets, three oh catches, 39 oh yards. God. Again, that game is in his RP sample, and he was t- terrible in that game. <laughs> like, there's a reason he got 14 targets and caught 30, 39 yards worth of it. Oh, there's my a God. reason for that. 14 the, the, targets, bro. Holy hell. He got three balls. The, ne- the, next, the next game in against the Patriots, when they blew him out, three, ca- three targets, Two catches, forty-one yards, and a touchdown. And obviously, then he goes nuclear against the Chiefs. Yeah, just ten targets, two two hundred one yards, four touchdowns. You don't get four touchdowns. You Ooh. don't get two hundred yards and four touchdowns without having a great game yourself. And the defense screwed it up on the other end. I mean, again, that game's in his <laughs> RP sample, and he's like, you know, guys are falling okay. over back there in the secondary, just completely doing some embarrassing stuff. So, I think Gabe Davis definitely has talent. His RP profile would tell you that he can burn and he can win contested catches. So that's that's good. I mean, that's great in this offense. I think he will be a volatile player. Um, yeah. And I find, like I said, I find myself being a centrist in this great Gabe Davis debate. Yeah, I think I think you hit it right on the head. What, what are normal people going to do? I think that's such a great point because again, the reason there is such you know you know you talk about the Gabe Davis wars. It's like the reason why there's two sides is because all of us not normal people <laughs> are either drafting him way too high or just being like, yo, what are you, why are you drafting him yeah. that high? Um, whereas I think you're right. I think like a, a more normal fantasy football fan and more normal NFL fan probably won't be investing, won't be overdrafting Gabriel Davis, who on fantasy pros right now is number 77 overall wide receiver 33, which yeah, that's again, cool. Good that price. seems yeah, that seems fine, right? Because at best, this guy is a low-end wide receiver two for a running back heavy team or for a more balanced team, he's your wide receiver three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, that seems I'd do, bro. I'd love to have Gabe Davis as a, as my wide receiver three in a three wide yeah. receiver setup, dude. I'd love that. Um, I have where drafted you're not, Gabe Davis in that in that setup, like in the Scott Fishbowl. He's my third receiver, and I I feel great about that. Actually, might be yeah. my I think he's my fourth. I think I took. Yeah, I took freaking Debo in that league. Whoops. I took Debo, and, and I, I think I went Debo, Mike Williams, Juju, and then Gabe Davis, and I felt great about Gabe Davis as my four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, that being said, too, it's like I do understand the how enticing it is to take him in best ball because he could literally win you a week, right? Oh, yeah. Um, 
And, and again, I, I'd have to see what Buffalo's you heard about this new thing. Like, um, you know, stacking was a big old thing last year. And then now this year, it's all about not just stacking, but then stacking in week 17, you know, yeah. uh, for, for best ball. Like that's the big thing. Now everyone's talking those about guys, stacking. Those guys, those guys need to go outside. They need to go outside. <laughs> they need to touch the grass. So I don't know who Buffalo's playing week 17, but, but I don't know, whatever <laughs> that that's where I'm we're sure, at. You know? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I'm pretty sure it's cra- like a crazy game, if I remember correctly. Might be like I'll the Jets at- or something? No, no. I mean, I think it's like a, a game that you can stack because they're going to score like a billion points. Um, oh, okay. Got you. I think, oh, it's the, I think it's the Bengals. Yeah. So oh, I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. That's why. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's, why. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why. Because, uh, yeah, you, you oh, get the, the we Bengals go. week 17. You're doing your, here uh, we go. you know, you're, you're doing your total um, spreadsheet virgin, uh, you know, stacks <laughs> with uh, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, or run it back with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> that's those, it right there. Those, those guys definitely did not, they did not get a tan this summer. They did not get a tan this summer, <laughs> let's put it that way. That's the big one. That's the big thing uh, this offseason is uh, week 17, or week, actually, what is it now? Week 18. Week 18 stacks. You know, this, this is where we're at. It's amazing. Uh, this is Hey, great. and we love um, you. We, like you said, we love you for it. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep us weird. It's great. But no, I, I, I it's like, and again, I, you know, you look at his, uh, his reception perception data. Um, you know, it's relatively <laughs> below average in a lot yes. of spots. Yeah. Uh, number ranked 34 out of what? Uh, 56 charted players uh, in, in success rate versus man. In success rate versus zone, he ranked 41st. That's, again, wh- where does he win? Um, I guess you could say, what, contested catch? He's pretty good with the yes. contested catch, right? And a, like a nine route runner. I mean, he ran uh, nine routes at a high rate and one there on the corner. Like he's, like I said, he's a burner, pretty big, and can win contested catches. Now, I, like I said about the route success rate stuff, you know, he was yeah. at the 15th and 24th percentile in success rate versus man impress as a rookie, and he was up at the 33rd and 36th. So maybe there's some growth there. Like if he takes another, yeah. mm-hmm. if he takes another step, I, I guess if you're drafting him at that, you know, best ball sicko ceiling, like you have to believe he's going to take another step as a player. And I also think you have to, I think you have to talk yourself into him shaving off targets from Stefan Diggs. And I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Like, I don't see that happening. Well, I don't know. Is that true? Because like he could just step in and take all, all the targets that we're going to, um, uh, uh, Cole Beasley. But do you like, see that happening? Not- I, I don't think he's, I think Isaiah McKenzie is going to have a role as the slot. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. I, and actually, where are they going to line up Dawson Knox too? Is it going to be like a fake tight end, like a sicky? Because it might be. It actually oh, might yeah. be. You know, so. because they, yeah, because they they went in and, and spent on free uh, in the free agency uh, period on a tight end too. So I, I almost feel like Dawson Knox is going to be like that Gasicki role. They're going to use Isaiah McKenzie. Where does Gabe Davis fit into that whole, you know, Rubik's cube? I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be extremely wow. inconsistent. So um, I, I love that Devonte Parker comp just because again, big tall receiver wins in contested catch, but does it really win in a lot of different areas? That's that's that sounds like Devonte Parker actually. <laughs> yeah, and like I oh, think I think we'd agree Parker's an average starting yes. NFL receiver at best that got elevated by Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Ryan Fitzpatrick war horse one year. And yeah. I mean, again, you know, yeah. Gabe Davis is going to play with 
Josh Allen. Like that's, that's a great setup. The, what the best analysis I think I've heard on um, Gabe Davis was when I was on the okay. established to run podcast with Evan Silva. And he said, it's going to be hard for Gabe Davis to fail in this role. And I would agree. I think it's going to be hard for Gabe Davis to fail in this role. I, I think it's just about managing expectations with it. Is, is my well, opinion. but that's what I mean though. What does failure mean? If you're taking him, you know, again, his average dra- his ADP right now is 77 overall, but like, let's say you're playing with somebody and, and again, when we're talking about the Gabe Davis wars, people are taking this guy like, you know, in the in the top 50, right? So yeah, that's crazy. If you're taking him in the top 50, I could absolutely see him disappointing. You know, if you're taking him top 60, there's a lot of players in that top 60 that's looking pretty nice. Like Jerry Judy's in that range. Um, you know, Dar- Darnell Mooney's in that range. Allen Robinson's in that range. Uh, I could see him not doing as good as any of those guys, you know what I mean? Um, Now, that being said, I can also see him taking a step forward and and being the the number two uh, in this this Buffalo offense. So, and if that happens, then, man, he's going to, then he, then he takes off. Then he takes off, but he has to become that number two. But that question remains, Isaiah McKenzie, Dawson Knox, where does he fit in? By the way, they spent high draft capital on James Cook. He's got to work in, too. That's true. Um, they like Devin They clearly Singletary. wanted that. They clearly wanted a pass catching back because they yes. tried to sign J.D. McKissick in free agency in Washington. Exactly. Snake him last minute. And they were pissed about that. Brandon Bean was pissed <laughs> about that. He was like publicly angry. So they clearly wanted a guy in that role. They ended up taking James right. Cook in the draft that guy right so so again they're 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 trying to i feel like you know manufacture a short game they don't want to run it right down the pipe they can if they want to but manufacture a short game with the passing game right uh that's not gabe davis man <laughs> like that's oh, that, yeah. that's not where he thrives you know that's not that's not what he does well uh so yeah. I, i'm interested to see what he does but right now he's one of those players where if you did have to pick a side and right now on fantasy twitter you got to pick a side on gabe davis i'm out I'm out uh, in terms of Gabe Davis. Again, if he gets af- if if it's after pick seventy five, okay, I think that's a fair range. But before that, can't do it, man. I, I just can't do it. He- he's too volatile of a player. Um, and again, it all depends on team setup. I think we t- we hammered that, especially in this range. Team setup is huge, man. Um, yeah. And so maybe I take a stab at him depending on what my team setup looks like. But I would say generally overall, I'm definitely not. He's a player that I'm definitely not going to reach for. And and once you say that, Matt, that means you're on the other side of the Gabe Davis debate. Debate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's so, hot yeah. out there, man. The, the debate. Oh are my hot. gosh.